Head of flight safety at airline pilots, he says encouraging responsible drone use is desperately needed. A Pembrokeshire woman has appeared at Haverford West Magistrates Court accused of perverting the Court of Justice. 50-year-old Alison Price from Milford Haven faces charges of driving while disqualified and without third-party insurance. She was driving her car in Pembroke back in May this year. It's alleged she provided a different name to a police officer on two occasions when asked to confirm her identity in Milford Haven and Pembroke. The 50-year-old has been released on bail and will next appear at Swansea Crown Court at the end of November. A man from Milford Haven has pleaded guilty at Haverford West Magistrates Court for assaulting his neighbour. 25-year-old Jonathan James assaulted the man after he tried to throw a trolley at his neighbour while in a Milford Haven supermarket. According to the prosecution, there'd been ongoing disputes between the 25-year-old and his neighbour who found themselves in the same supermarket on the day in question. Magistrates imposed a 12-month conditional discharge and ordered him to pay £100 compensation. Pembrokeshire's in the top 20% of local authorities for electric vehicle charging points in the UK. Our county has a total of 68 charging devices in total. While we're in the top end for total devices, it ranks near the bottom for rapid device charges with only two available. The Department for Transport does highlight the devices that may be able to charge more than one vehicle at a time, though, and that figures don't reflect overall charging capability. Pembrokeshire Sport and in the West Wales Intermediate Cup, it was Clarbeston Road 5 and 1 to Camford Sports, playing with the elements at their back. It was the home side who had a good start. Then Matt Ellis was headed home by Matt Griffiths at the far post. After the turnaround, it was full credit to Camford as they pressed to get back in the game. With conditions worsening, they got themselves back into the cup tie. The home side were delighted they were in for round three. And in the West Wales Cup round two, it was three to Goodick United and one to Roxburgh Fords. It was the home side who took control in the first half as goals from James Bryan and Reese Dowling put them 2-0 ahead. After the break, Jack Green pulled one back from the penalty spot before a free kick from Jordan Griffiths settled an intense game in Goodick's favour. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Wake up with Toby Ellis. Weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Pure West Radio weather. Thanks, Ed and Matt Spill, for the latest news at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, welcome along to breakfast if you've just joined us. Wednesday the 6th of November. Uh, possibly a bit like me, maybe nursing a bit of a firework hangover this morning. Well, we have got uh, uh, the recipe to certainly sort that out as uh, we have got some very interesting guests here this morning. Can't wait to talk to you more about this very soon. May have be talking about it earlier on as well. Quite excited, a little bit nervous, but uh, always great catching up with uh, Alfie. Right now, let's have a look at the weather for today. Not looking great, unfortunately. We're going to have scattered showers and some heavy downpours at times across the day today. Only highs of around about 9 degrees, so uh, certainly uh, wrap up warm and, uh, yep, take your waterproofs out with you today. This is Pure West Radio. It's sad we're not together But I wish happiness for you I know we said forever Love don't always make it through Sometimes even the good things get lost along the way 
We opened up the same book but found a different page Cause honesty, your loyalties, insecurities and priorities in the same For harmony, it's the only thing I can say I wish you well I wish you well Gala with Becky Hill. That is Wish You Well playing right here at Pure West Radio. It's your station for Pembrokeshire. And from Pembrokeshire, hello, Borodar. Eight minutes past nine with me, Tobes. And uh, Pet Week has been so much fun. I have loved every day this week so far. Uh, in fact, it kicked off on Friday with Dennis from uh, uh, Dog Friendly Pembrokeshire. And in fact, we're going to be catching up with Dennis again tomorrow night at the Pembrokeshire Tourism Awards. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a great night, that. And uh, yeah, it's dinner jacket job as well. So you're going to be up to the nines tomorrow. But uh, he was here on Friday with his six-foot dog. And uh, yeah, we had fun with his uh, four-legged friend. Also on Monday, we had Pembrokeshire Hogspital here, Ginny. Uh, it was great catching up with her. And uh, yeah, we had hedgehogs actually roaming all over the place. Uh, yesterday, we had Jenny in from Willow Tree Dogs talking about uh, some help- helpful hints, tips and advice. Um, that we can uh, 
hopefully used last night to keep our dogs, you know, relatively calm while all the fireworks were going off. I hope you uh, took up uh, some of that advice and you used our pet cast, some very soothing music uh, available uh, via purewestradio.com. And if it worked last night, well, you know, you can use it at other times as well. But today, this morning, it's all about the snake dude and also uh, the uh, uh, South Wales reptile rescue. Uh, so we're going to have a good chat uh, with Alfie and Cy here this morning and um, of course they've, they've brought a few other friends along as well. Uh, we'll be going live on Facebook for you in about five minutes time and having a good chat with the guys, uh, finding out a little bit about how they got into what they do, what they do and how they do it. Uh, I'm very intrigued, can't wait to find out more. Uh, it's all on the way for you very soon here this morning on Breakfast. Also, up for you next, I will be playing you some great tunes from uh, Tiesto. Jonas Blue and Rita Aura. Also, we'll uh, see if we can slide in a bit of Texas and Halo right here on Breakfast with Folly Farm. Plenty to see and do whatever the weather. Check out folly-farm.co.uk. Make sure you pre-book those tickets if you are heading off to Folly Farm soon because 15% off the gate price. Just plan your trip, save a couple of quid. Check it out now, folly-farm.co.uk. The Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis. Weekdays 6 till 10 a.m. on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Life's always better when the radio's on. And with digital radio, it can be even better. So why miss out on your favourite digital stations when you get in your car? If you don't have DAB Digital Radio in your car, you can listen to your favourite station or radio app by connecting your smartphone to your car stereo with an aux-in cable, a USB connection or via Bluetooth and take all the stations you enjoy at home with you on the road. Find out more about listening to digital radio via smartphone in your car at getdigitalradio.com Love radio. Go digital. If you need a venue to host your group, wedding or function, then look no further than the Begeli Arms. We have a large, spacious function room, conveniently located just off the A477 near Kilgetty. We are the perfect venue for any event with ample free parking. We can also offer overnight accommodation in our comfortable, recently refurbished hotel rooms. For more information, call Peter and the team on 01834 812 601 or visit begeliarms.co.uk. Top quality food with all the comforts of home. The Begeli Arms. Folly Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here, a new animal there. So what's new for this year? You can see two-toed sloths, tuppy and lightcap in the newly refurbished exhibit Tropical Trails. Little ones with energy to burn? <laughs> then check out Wallaby Ranch play area. Worked up an appetite? Then a visit to the brand new sit-down, table-serviced themed restaurant The Hungry Farmer is a must. Zoo, farm, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier. For loads of ideas to cut back fat, watch the salt, make sugar swaps or get your five a day, just search online for Change for Life. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? 
That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Your West Radio.
stars in the room, rabbit movie, play just like children. Lies that take her places she has never seen. The kiss and tell of it all. To her, it seems so obscene. She's so pretty. It's Texas and Halo playing right here at Pure West Radio. 20 past nine with me, Tobes, right here uh, on Wednesday morning's breakfast. And we are now live on Facebook because you have to see what is in the studio right now. It is incredible. Uh, it is Pet Week and it's been a fantastic week so far. We've had so much fun. So many different animals here in the studio from a six foot dog to hedgehogs uh, to yesterday. Uh, we were talking all about dogs and fireworks so let's get cracking for today's pet week feature (laughs) 
Coast Aquatics are proud sponsors of Pet Week on Pure West Radio, South Wales' number one aquatic store. At Pure West Radio, we love pets. That's why we're celebrating Pet Week from the 1st to the 10th of November. Ten days dedicated to raise awareness and well-being for all sorts of animals and pets. If you'd like to show your appreciation to your pet, email studio at purewestradio.com and get involved with Pet Week on Pure West Radio. Coast Aquatics are proud sponsors of Pet Week on Pure West Radio. Yes, thank you very much to Coast Aquatics for sponsoring Pet Week. And uh, yeah, they've got the most uh, wonderful range of fish there. In fact, uh, Alfie and uh, Sly that were joining us here this morning were only just saying uh, how well they have grown and evolved since their small little shop in Milford Haven to now uh, this huge fully functional uh, shop and online store in Cartlett. So kudos to uh, Coast Aquatics. Uh, morning to Tracy from uh, Patch who's locked in. Jenny Thomas as well. Have fun Toby. Um, I love having fun in the mornings on this breakfast show. It is great fun with Folly Farm. However this morning I am a little bit anxious and, uh, and if you're on the Facebook live right now you will see why. Uh, so a very good morning to our guests from uh, South Wales Reptile Rescue and Snake Dude. I've got uh, Alfie. Morning. Morning my man and Sai. Morning, morning mate. Hey, thanks for coming in, guys. Uh, no problem, Bob. I mean, it would not be Pet Week without getting you guys in. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Reptiles, snakes, you know, I mean, you know what I'm like. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, we, we've seen your daughter being very brave, but yes. uh, not you, Toby. No, no. <laughs> Surely today we will. Yeah, that's got to change. To be fair, um, at the Snake Dude Open Day in Milford, I think by the end of it, I, I managed to actually have a snake round. You me. did. I will do it this morning. So, tell us, Alfie, who, who have we got here this morning? Uh, this is Chris. He's an albino Burmese python. Um, he's an a, albino python? An albino Burmese python. Wow. They're, they're in the top five of the world's largest snakes. Are they really? Yes, but not this little man, unfortunately. So, uh, tell us, how did Chris come into your company? Uh, we had a call from uh, a young lady up in the Carmarthen area um, who was in a position where she couldn't keep her reptiles anymore. So, we went up. Obviously, you know, we, if we can help, we will help. Mm. And she told us that she had a five to six year old Burmese python. Mm. So we went up there with a very large vehicle. Mm. Um, it turns out that I'm afraid this little man wasn't really feeding properly. Right, okay. So he only eats down chicks where he should be on rats and rabbits. So completely wrong diet. Uh, completely wrong diet, totally inadequate. Mm. Um, unfortunately, he's still on chicks. We still haven't managed to get him across onto rodents, but he's eating an awful lot of chicks every week now. Uh, he's doubled in thickness, which is really, really good. Uh, he was at the point of starvation, unfortunately. Wow. And we were a bit concerned that mm. he wouldn't make it. But uh, no, he's doing well, he's eating well, and he's... Uh, Possibly going to be one of our ambassadors of the future. May not go for rehab. Oh, so you, you've got a little bit of a bond going on there, Alfie. He, he's my little man. Oh. I mean, this is what it's, it's all about with you guys, really, isn't it? I mean, I've heard the stories over the years, you know. I mean, you just hear it time and time again. People really want to have reptiles as pets. They do. But they just don't know how to look after them. Well, unfortunately, they buy them when they're small and cute. Yeah. Um, and don't realise just how expensive they are to keep. Uh, on the grand scheme of things, when you compare it to the likes of a dog, it's not that expensive. But yeah, it's the electricity charges, the feeding charges, and of course, you buy something like a small bioconstrictor or a baby Burmese python. They're small and cute, and they grow very, very quickly. And people get a little bit wary. Yeah. Obviously, they're food aggressive. You know, you go near them with a rat or a rabbit, and they're different animals altogether. Mm. 
So they get a bit large. People find them a bit too much to handle. Mm. Um, so people like us get calls and that's why we're inundated with them as pythons and bow constrictors. Just because of the sheer size that they, they grow to? Yeah, we, we've got eight adult bow constrictors at the moment. Um, they're all sizable. Yeah. What, what, what sort of size would you expect, you know, Chris to be at now for his age? I mean, you said he's quite small. He sort of should be at his age. Um, he should be looking at sort of 10 foot plus, really, and, and weighing someone who's between 30 and 50 pounds. Um, but no, as you can see, he's just a bit of a worm, really. Yeah. But uh, how he'll grow, we don't know. Probably not a great deal. Uh, but if he does, we want capacity for yeah. him and if he doesn't well he's the cutest little Burmese python that we'll ever have you know? <laughs> uh, so Sai um, we were just talking before uh, we went uh, uh, live uh, on air and uh, on, on Facebook uh, this morning uh, how, how you got involved with it and, and you said you know you had many reptiles as, as pets as, as, as a, a kid, young yeah. lad yeah as a young lad yeah it was a pa- it's beyond a passion I, I live in a small flat and it's like a, a zoo if you want <laughs> Um, so what was it that sort of drew you to these to these reptiles? Things like animal magic on the television, your theme just now, uh, just, just any number of things. It, my father was very passionate, my grandfather, it was only natural. Yeah. And it just, it really has progressed from there. And and, and tell us right now what you've got on, on your hand, because yeah. um, that that is quite something. This is Sheila, a Mexican red knee tarantula, named after my mother-in-law in honour of her. She, she used to make people skin crawl too. <laughs> 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 oh, Sheila. Wow. It, it's just the, the, the body of Sheila. I mean, please, if you're listening right now, get on a Facebook Live. It's not every day you have a snake and a tarantula in the studio, but I mean, it, the, the body on Sheila is huge. Yeah, she's got a lot more growing to do yet. Wow. How uh, old is Sheila? She's five-year-old. Okay. Uh, yeah, still quite young. How how uh, how old would uh, would Sheila typically? Possibly twenty years, okay. kept properly. Males usually five to nine years. Oh really? Yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. Lot That's less. incredible. Yeah. Um, and why is that? <sighs> I've no idea. Just off the top of my head, I couldn't tell. They serve their purpose and yeah, they move uh, on. Right. Okay. That's incredible. Though. So yeah. females are double the lifespan of a, of a male's right? I yeah. know. How, how cruel is that? <laughs> yeah, I know what's going on in the world. <laughs> Mine used to be like that in our race as well, really. That's it? right, yeah. <laughs> um, but very placid at the moment, Si. That's a typical her. Right. I used to have a male that you couldn't pick up at all. It would rear up and do its level best to bite you, but this yeah, one, really. never known her to. So placid. Very, yeah. very chilled. Um, so, so is... Um, is Sheila poisonous, venomous? She's venomous, yeah. But she's more like, you see at the back, she's bold. That's where she'd be flicking his. Okay. That's her first defense, but she will bite if need be. I've never known her to, but just because that's never happened, doesn't mean to say it won't. Yeah. So when you say flicking hairs, what, what does that mean, sir? Uh, her hind legs rub against the back <coughs> of her abdomen. Okay. And she'll flick these hairs that, uh, if you get your eyes or whatever. Alfie has a very bad reaction to them. Oh, yeah. They're very, very bad. It's an incredible defence mechanism. It, it, it is, is, yeah. It, especially if it's me that's chasing. <laughs> yeah. She can floor me in a matter of minutes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. That's just remarkable. So, uh, so Sheila would, would live uh, another good fifteen years if you Easily, yeah. Easily, that's yeah. Just yeah. And uh, what, what sort of things would Sheila eat? Any insect crickets. Get nothing bigger than her abdomen. Anything about that size, and she'll she'll tackle them really quickly, very well. And, and how many sort of times a day would you need to feed Sheila? Three, four times a week. No more than oh, that. Right, yeah, okay. no more than that. Okay. So fairly easy to look after. Very, very easy to look after. Yeah. 
And and what what sort of environment would you like to keep Sheila in? What what would she be best at? In, in a phone with uh, moss in the in the bottom, uh, a, a high definitely, and clean water. Mm. That's as basic as it comes. Yeah. Minimal heat. Fascinating. I just I just love how sort of placid. Uh, that, that Sheila is, you know, when, when you see sort of spiders on your walls, they're sort of scurrying everywhere, aren't they, you know, but really, really tame. Um, morning, uh, Tracy, she says, poor Chris, oh, she, she, poor Chris, she was like, you know, after, after he rescued her. He's but, a lucky boy. But now, you know, Tracy, in very, very good hands. Um, so, so what um, sort of care would, would Chris need from now? I mean, how often would, would uh, he need feeding? Uh, he eats once a week. Um, his metabolism is quite slow. Yeah. With most of the smaller snakes, they're once a week. The bigger ones is mm. every three to four weeks, depending. The big Burmese python we've got, Twinkle, she eats once a month. Wow. Uh, a very large rabbit. Yeah. Which is quite fascinating to watch. Yeah, it yeah. Must come down and see I could it. imagine. But yeah, one, once, once a, a week month, is. That's a, incredible, though, isn't it? Once yeah. a month. I mean, uh, you know, you feed your cats and dogs you know, twice a day. You do. It's uh, very, very different. Yes, very yeah, different. they are completely different. Um, you know, if someone's interested in, you know, getting a, a pet snake, you know, where, where's the first port of call? What would you, what would you say is the first thing they should do? The first thing is do as much research as yeah. you possibly can. Um, find out exactly how to keep a, a multitude of species that are available in the pet trade. Decide what sort of snake you want. Also think about the practicalities. If you live on your own, you know, nothing bigger than a, a corn snake or a a royal python yeah you know if you've got somebody else in the house that's happy to help you out then yeah consider something like a bird constraint there mm. um, try and steer away from the giant pythons because they take a huge amount of space <laughs> yeah. um, and so they are it's also it's the name really isn't it <laughs> they're, you know they're, they're beautiful gentle giants but when it comes to feeding and cleaning you are putting yourself at risk mm. you know over at the rescue the twinkle doesn't come out unless there's at least two of us in the rescue yeah um, you do run the risk of an accident or bite and when you're looking at something that's 14 foot long mm. and is so strong unbelievable yeah you could end up in a really nasty situation mm. so we, we do suggest that people don't really consider the giant pythons as pets if they yeah. can help it if they must have them they must have them but mm. do your research and make sure there's always somebody else around and handling uh, but ultimately then you know if it's what you decide you want to do yeah we've got a multitude of animals at the moment yeah what, what would you say is, is probably you know a, a good a good sort of snake to, to start with a good starter snake is a corn snake corn snake you know they, they're very forgiving they eat well mm. you know they're not at all finicky yeah um, temperature fluctuations they can handle quite well mm. so you can make a few sort of beginner yeah. mistakes and, and not necessarily lose your animal yeah or do it too much damage you know uh, a lot of people tend to go for royal pythons because they're really pretty, mm. uh, but they can be a bit finicky when it comes to eating. So, to be fair, if, if you've got no experience whatsoever with snakes, corn snake mm. is always the way to go, really. Uh, you know, from an ease of keeping point of view, you can't go wrong with a boa constrictor. Mm. But a boa constrictor gets to a reasonable size. Um, and it sounds odd as a starter snake, but believe it or not, they're, they're easy to keep and they're generally pretty classic. Mm. But again, you've got to have somebody else in the house that can handle it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we, we, we picked what um, snake we'd like. I'm going to go for a nice corn snake. Yep. What do we need to do then, Alfie? Um, well, you need to make sure that you've got uh, a viable heat source for it. Mm. Um, it. It depends how you want to keep it. I mean, you can keep them in sort of plastic tubs, mm. which sounds a bit odd. But believe it or not, a lot of snakes will actually thrive in a plastic okay. tub. 
Um, you can control the heat, the humidity. Uh, and, and they're quite sort of small and compact, mm. and a lot of snakes prefer that, especially the Royal Pythons. They, they do thrive in plastic tubs. Mm. But most people will go for like a wooden vivarium, you know, which is quite nice, sort mm. of wooden sides, top and bottom, and then glass front. So, you know, if you're going to get your corn snake, you get your vivarium, you need a heat mat, uh, definitely a thermostat to make sure you can control, uh, control the heat properly. Mm. You want a couple of hides in there so it can because they thermoregulate, so they'll have a warm side and a, a cool side. Okay. You know, a couple of hides, so they yeah. can, because they're quite private creatures, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fresh water every day, and a source of food. So you need to make sure there's somebody close to you that actually sells frozen rodents. Mm, mm. Because that can be a bit of a nightmare if you can't get hold of Yeah, yeah. Wow, fascinating. Um, and then how, how often would you sort of be able to take them out? I mean, sort of every day, a couple of times a week, or would you just, as you said, they're quite private, so would you just probably look at them a little bit more and get them out or what's the sort of take on it, it that? It depends on you as an individual mm. really a lot of people like to get very hands-on with the animals yeah there are certain times where you really shouldn't handle them you shouldn't handle them on the day that you're feeding because you are running the risk of a feeding response bike which yes. is always more painful yeah understand um and i do suggest 48 hours after feeding <coughs> oh, excuse me but yeah. ultimately it depends on your animal yeah some snakes tolerate handling quite well so I'm not so well, you know. One thing that's really been evident this week yep. is is just you know you've got to do your homework, haven't you guys? Absolutely, oh, totally. You, you know, if, totally. if you put the research in, yeah, and you know what you're getting yourself into, yeah, you know, you're halfway there, really, aren't you? You are, and especially with some of the snakes from boa constrictors upwards, you are looking at animals that can potentially do some serious damage. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't do your research. You, yeah. you know, you're running the risk of getting into real trouble. Yeah. So there's sort of you're here with two hats, uh, really here this morning, guys. Um, so Snake Dude is yeah. is where yeah. you have these wonderful experience days. We've been really chuffed to be a part of them before, as yeah. you as you mentioned before. Uh, my daughter and I, we, we we came down to see you in Milford Haven, oh, and yeah. yeah, she was very brave actually. She was brilliant. Uh, she she was she was great. Um, and, and Tracy from Patcher said, Toby, you are so brave. I couldn't be anywhere near your studio today. Um, well, we we could pay Tracy a visit at Patch if she'd yeah. like. They are Tracy. Yeah. Here. Snake Dude will come and pay you a visit. Uh, also, hello to Evans, uh, uh, Ian, also Rachel Jones and Zoe Adams locked in this morning. I know quite a, a few uh, uh, of the wow emojis. I know it's not every day you, you tune in and, and see us here this morning, is it, with a, a, a wonderful snake and uh, also a tarantula. Uh, quite incredible. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna have to hold Chris, really. I'm going to have to do Absolutely. it. I mean, I can't have my daughter having one up on me. Oh, so, yeah. so, come on, let, let, let's do this then, Alfie. Come on. Right. I, I never thought I'd ever do this. This, but uh, do you know what? If I, shall I sit here? Yes. Shall I, shall I actually present? I'll, I'll, I'll put the camera around a little bit. I'll actually present the show with with snake around me. Crikey, God, I've got nervous now. Oh my <laughs> days! But I just got to stay nice and relaxed, haven't I? Yeah, just supporting. Just supporting where? There. Under the front end. Oh my goodness. He will come and sniff you a little bit. I am doing my radio show with a snake around my neck. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. I just need to get this bed back on actually. I've just just lost my just lost my jingly jongly in the background. I knew that was going Coast oh Aquatics are proud sponsors of Pet Week on Pure so West Radio. South yeah. Wales number oh one aquatic store. At Pure West Radio, we <laughs> He's love like, pets. Who is this? That's why we're so celebrating be, Pet Week from the 1st to the yes, 10th of November. Yeah. 10 days. He'd be, be checking me out right now. Yeah, the, the forked tongue um, yeah. actually picks up particles in the air. Right, okay. And runs across the Jacobson's organ in the top of the skull 
and gives him an idea of what you are. He can also see you in infrared as well. Oh, uh, okay. He has heat pits down both sides of his, his jaw. Okay. So he's got two different ways of identifying you. Yeah. And, and they can identify different people. Okay. You know? So be nice to him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's probably noticing that I'm going really, really red right now, and he's probably a bit like, why, why are you going so red, Tobes? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, sorry, Chris. I just need to uh, put this up here a little bit. So, um, so Chris is sort of sussing me out. Stops, like the tongue stopped coming out as much now. Yep. Um, so when was he last fed? Um, that would be last. Saturday, I believe. We yeah. Saturday. So, yeah. so we do a feed on. We, we generally feed on a Thursday, okay. um, but effectively last week we had different shows and what have you. Yeah. So it just got in the way. So because we've got so many to feed, we need a couple of hours. Yeah. So it turned out to be Saturday. Yeah. I mean, one thing I can really feel is is the grip. Oh, he's really oh, yeah. strong, yeah. you know. Really, I mean, Chris isn't going anywhere. No. But, you know, really, really strong. You know, you can almost feel his whole body is muscle. But this is why we didn't bring Twinkle in today, because at 14 foot and 7 to 8 stone, yeah. she would have been a little more difficult for you to handle while you were talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Really firm grip around my neck as well. But, you know, I feel I feel quite comfortable now, you know. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Really chilled. It, it's becoming a big thing in America now, snake massage. Yeah. Where you go into a reptile place and then actually put a, a large snake around your shoulders, right. or down your back, whatever, because the, the muscular movement actually does move you around a bit. Yeah. But, uh, I can't see that ever becoming popular in this no. country. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, snake dude, you have these wonderful reptile experiences. Oh, yeah. Um, where, you know, you can actually come to people's houses as well. We can do that, yeah. We, we do open events. Um, the Port of Milford Haven have been fantastic with us. They've had us down there a good few times. Right. We did the county show, the cardigan show, yeah. the Evan show. Oh, the county year. show loved you. The in fact, I've got a meeting with the guys up there this morning. So, hi, if you're watching, I know they're big fans of the show. Uh, but yeah, we've got a meeting up there this morning. And oh, I know brilliant. I know they absolutely love you guys, you know. Well, I think out of all the people that came to the county show, we must have seen most of them. Yeah. You know, um, it, it was brilliant. The response we got was fantastic. I mean, are, are you finding now that it's people are finding it more popular that they would like to maybe not have your traditional cats and dogs, but maybe to have something like this as a pet? There are a huge amount of reptiles in Britain now. Mm. Um, I, I would say, if anything, as popular as cats and dogs. Right. If not more. Wow, really? Yeah, You'd I think be it's amazed how many reptiles are in Pembrokeshire. I think it's one in every four houses as a reptile now. Okay. I think that's the bigger. And what's your take then uh, recently, Simon? I mean, as someone who was, you know, from a young age, you were really interested in reptiles. People having crocodiles and... You know. <laughs> whatever you want, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. You're, You're asking that. the wrong man. Yeah. 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 Everybody should have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, you, you, you think that, you know, People can have whatever pets they want. You, you, you know. If you're responsible yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. You, you do need a dangerous wild animal act license to go down the route to yeah. something like a dwarf caiman crop. Um, it's a very expensive license. Yeah. And the license is all about public safety, not necessarily about the animal welfare. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's one of those animals, if you're passionate, you must have one, then you must have one, but you've got to do it right. Because yeah. that's an animal that could take your arm off quite happily. Yeah. You know. Um, they, they're not. I wouldn't have thought there's that many crocs in the country as pets. Yeah. It does happen, mm. but not that many. Mm. Um, again, if you must do it, it's a research thing. Yeah. But there's also an awful lot of money involved. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Just don't have one. Really <laughs> yeah. If we ever get to the stage where we, we've got a big enough premises, we may well get one in. Uh, just so people can come and say hello. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I know uh, Folly Farm have got a couple of crocs going there next year, which is quite yeah. exciting. Well, we're, we're hoping to go and have a chat with Tim soon. 
Yeah. Um, oh, Simplefy's brilliant, yeah. There's so many people, especially Ben, he thinks he's my brother. Yeah? Yeah, he does. He's obsessed with it. He's like, oh, I'm going to go see your bro in Folly Farm, are you, eh? Oh, he's obsessed. It's awesome. funny. Little doppelganger there, apparently. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm really relaxed now, actually. At first, I was a little bit nervous. Heart was racing a little bit. Felt like I, I went on like a bit of a beetroot. But now, you know, Chris seems really happy. Yeah, you know, he's, he's very relaxed. Yeah. Um, He's just—I mean, Burmese pythons—they they tend to be sort of gentle giants. Yes, yeah. they are. They're very popular. Yeah, uh, and that's why you know, for handling, they're ideal because ultimately you can pretty much trust a Burmese python. Yeah, you know, we don't know him that well. We've had him for about four or five months, mm. but we know him well enough. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, Twinkle on the other hand is a different man. I mean, we trust her, it's not a problem. Oh, mm. We always make sure there's three giant. or four of us around mm, mm, um, mm. just to be on the safe side. Yeah, yeah. Well, before I hand you back over, Chris, I'll just get a little photo with you, if you don't mind. Um, as you've been so well behaved, and I never ever thought I'd be doing a show with a python. That is pretty epic. <laughs> if you're listening right now, uh, you can indeed uh, watch us on Facebook. And uh, yeah, what is your take? Would you ever have a uh, reptile as a pet? Uh, hello to David Edwards. I know he's a big fan of uh, fish. He's had some wonderful fish over the years. Uh, Jenny Thomas, uh, Tracy from Patchwell Dunn, Toby. Uh, Luna Moondancer. Oh my goodness, Toby, you're so brave. Uh, Emma Elizabeth Barnes, give him a kiss then. Yeah, I'll be alright giving him a kiss. Yeah, I wouldn't. No. no. Look yeah. at that, see? Good job I've got Alfie here. This is why he's here. What? This is why everyone <laughs> needs an Alfie. E- Emma Don't should know better. Kiss. Emma's one of our regulars and she's got a boa constrictor. She doesn't know better. Oh, <laughs> right. So what would happen if I was to kiss Chris? It, it, nothing whatsoever. But you but. have to be aware of the risk of salmonella. Right, okay. okay. It's I don't want salmon. Not common, but don't put them in your mouth. Yeah. Okay? Which is, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. I love Danielle Cristofaro as well and Mikey Slack. Uh, right, um, so I can think a little bit better, <laughs> Alfie. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, Chris. Ooh. Oh, no, 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 I've done well enough with the snake. Let me just pop this back so we can uh, we can see you all there, guys. I just can't believe how well uh, that tarantula's been behaved. Just really happy, just plodding along. You're quite welcome to hold her if you want. Oh, no, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. I, I think maybe you should run a poll. Oh, I don't know. I tell you what, if everyone likes and shares this video and we get more than 20 people watching, I'll put a tarantula on me, okay? So if you want me to have a tarantula on my hand, like share and if we get more than 20 views uh, at any one given time then uh, i'll put a tarantula on my hand oh no it's rocketing up what is wrong on, with people. you no it's on 19 it. already let's what's it. wrong with you like 20 share it no. get it up there come on let's go <laughs> no. gotta be done well thank you yeah i love you too guys oh flipping heck right see i'm more nervous about this than anything now so what am i gonna do so si? okay you nasty people it's gone up to flipping 30. Oh my god, man. Right, how am I going to do this, Simon? If you just put your hand next to mine. Oh, Jesus. All you're going to do is hocks on your neck. Jesus! No, I'm not okay. Like this, yeah? Yeah. Flipping heck, man. Oh my god. How does that feel? Weird. But now you realise there's nothing to it. Yeah. Nothing to it, my heart's going 20 to the flipping dozen, man. God, look at that. Look. Do you know what? My listeners, they flipping ate me. Look at that, it's up to nearly 35 watching Excellent. it live. That's what you need. <sighs> Jesus, man. Oh, I'm bricking it. Again, don't put her in your mouth. No, I'm not okay. going to put her in my mouth. Don't worry about that. 
Right, you can have a bat now, sir. Thank you. <laughs> well done, Toby. Well done, mate. And thank you, everyone, for, for that, because that was worth it. You should see the beads of sweat. Yeah. You are nasty people. You're nasty people. It's not funny. It had to be done. It's not funny. Do you know what? Oh, they're, just, they're so cheeky. Honestly, the amount of comments that have just come in now. Oh, I, I do love you lot, but I tell you what, you do like inflicting pain on me sometimes, don't you? Uh, Tracy's laughing her absolute head off. Uh, you're off your head, Tobes. Well, you've got to try these things once. Absolutely. You're, you're, you, know. Um, you know, I think as I see you guys more, I'll gradually do a bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the problem is I'm a little softy at heart. See, I'm, I'm a cat person, you see? You know? Yeah, just, just like a good pussy, you know? That's, that's the problem. Yeah, the trouble, they've got sharp teeth and sharp claws and do a lot of damage. Yeah. True, yeah. A lot more dangerous than me. That's really? right. Really? That's right, yeah. Would you honestly say that? Yeah, yeah. a hamster. Yeah. A pet hamster is far worse than any snake I've ever handled. No. How many times have you been bitten by a hamster? Fair. Yeah. And scratched by a cat. Yeah. Fair, yeah. And lipped up by a pop. So, um, so touched on Snake Dude, uh, wonderful experiences that people can have, just like I have. You know, if you want to experience what I've just done, then um, Snake Dude, um, how do people get in touch with you for, for that, Alfie? Uh, we've actually got the snakedude.co.uk, that's our website. Uh, but predominantly people get in touch with Facebook. It seems yeah. to be the, the way to go these days. Yeah, no, it certainly does, yeah. So the snake dude, uh, check out the uh, for any reptile experiences. You can bring a snake to your party or any weird and wonderful ideas you've got. Um, yeah, you've come along to quite a few of our events and oh, yeah. greatest show and things like that. So uh, that was a great yeah, that was a great night, wasn't it? Yeah, I never thought we'd take over a circus big top. I mean, <laughs> I hope I hope we can do that again because that was that would be awesome. Great night. Uh, and then also you're here with um, the South Wales Reptile Rescue. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, being into reptiles for many years. Um, you come across situations where people are just looking to offload their animals yeah. um, and, and we've sort of done it unofficially uh, and quite a few people that we know have done it unofficially you know just to take them in to make sure they're okay mm, mm, mm. Uh, but you know having so many animals anyway for the snake food events shows and what have you um, we were looking for a premises uh, it's obviously you know when you've got so many large animals it's a bit of a struggle keeping them at home so we decided we would actually go down the route of doubling up so we had a storage area for the animals, good safe place to keep them, but also to make ourselves available and officially for rescue. Mm, mm. So in May this year, uh, we opened up the South Wales Reptile Rescue in St. Common Centre in Pembroke Dock. We're a registered non-profit, um, so if anybody wants to check us out, we are totally legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, well, ever since we opened, we've just been inundated. You know, um, rehoming isn't so easy, especially with the bow constrictors. But we're there if anybody needs us. It's the way to look at it. And if anybody does ever see anything a little untoward in the garden, it does happen occasionally. Mm. Uh, then you know who to call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's very handy to know. You, you know, you're available and you're there um, if people should ever need you. What, what's um, one of the most interesting? call-outs you've, you've ever had whether it be with snake dude or reptile you know what's the, what's the um, one thing and you thought wow this is this is very interesting the, I didn't think I'd the ever the worst one I've ever had uh, was a family in Milford Haven that had um, bought a very large boa constrictor mm. um, for peanuts honestly it was, it was ridiculously cheap mm. um, not too much large snake experience uh, I got a call about 9 o'clock at night, I could hear the family screaming down the phone, I can actually hear the boa hissing through the lounge door. Um, 
So I, I went down there. <laughs> Simon, how he just chuckled anyway. Well, yeah. I, I, I went down there. Um, it took me an awful long time to get this very, very frightening bow constrictor into a duvet cover. Mm. Um, it was petrified. Um, but unfortunately, because of the small children in the house, it was a case of, you know, we, we packed it up into the duvet cover. And um, the, the guy who bought it took him in the car, took him back to where he got it from, mm. and he handed it back. You know, uh, that, that was the worst one I think I've yeah. been to as far as risk um, mm. uh, and not the wisest decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, say. yeah. Must be frightening for the family. It was terrifying for them. Yeah, you know. and understandably as well, yeah. yeah. But this is what it comes back to again. I think it's been the biggest lesson I've learned since Friday is, you, you know, before you, you know, commit to any animal, reptile, if you're going to grow your family with an animal, yeah. do your homework. Education, every yeah. time. Yeah, go on the internet. And I would like to point out, uh, uh, snakes aren't aggressive, they're defensive. Yeah. If they're attacking you, it's because they're afraid. Right, okay. Purely and simply. Yeah. I've learned so much this morning. Thank you, guys. It's been fascinating. Oh, no um, how do people get in touch uh, with you guys at the South Wales Reptile Rescue if they ever find themselves in need or, or support of, of uh, you know, anything? Really? Uh, again, Facebook. And uh, we are the South Wales Reptile Rescue on nice Facebook. Um, it's just, it's, we've all got Facebook on every device we've got. Yeah. So if you ever need us, we are available pretty much whenever. Fabulous. And if people are out and about, can they nip in and see you anywhere? Absolutely, you yes. Yeah. We're in St. Govan Centre in Pembroke Dock. Lovely. Um, well, not many people know what St. Govan Centre is. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're just up the, uh, up the alley a little bit from Dragon Reptiles. Everybody's familiar with Dragon Reptiles. Yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, they've been really supportive of us since we're Brilliant, that's great. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. great that you guys can work uh, together. They, I mean, it's quite a niche thing that you do, so it's it's great that you can collectively help each other. Yeah. Well, they, they've helped us a great deal, because obviously the expense of keeping these animals, the equipment, yeah. you know, if we've got something come in and, and we don't have the equipment, um, clear assignment, to be fair, you know, we can go in there, we can get whatever we need, and then when we've got the money, then we can go back and pay them. They've been brilliant. Yeah, they supply all our food to us. They don't charge us any additional, they don't make any profit on the food at all. So we're getting that at cost, which is fantastic. So, yeah, just St. Govan Centre, just drop on in. The opening hours are on the, the Facebook page. Fab. Yeah, I'll put some links in our, in our Facebook uh, live video. Um, thanks to everyone for watching. Um, Mandy Ribby said you can keep that spider, but I still have the snake. Uh, Katie's locked in this morning. Hi to Chloe Banner. Um, Tracy from Patch has gone best Facebook Live you've ever done. Uh, Emma Elizabeth Barnes says my boa hisses at me, and the first time I heard it, it was a shock. Proper scary noise. <laughs> it's a beautiful boa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's ultimately just that, though, isn't it? It's that first. Ooh. A yeah. little bit scary, but when you get to know them, you're yeah. away. Hello to Natasha Bull as well. Hey guys, thank you ever so much for coming. Uh, in this thanks morning. for having us. Our pleasure. Appreciate it. It's been great having you, and uh, it's been a real education. Good. It has, and, and I think it's uh, you know certainly changed my mindset of of, of reptiles. Incidentally, people are asking about you know keeping snakes and things like that. You know, we do have several up for adoption at the moment. And they are, and there will be several more going onto the Facebook page this week. Fab. So please do check them out. Thank you once again for coming in, uh, Alfie from Snake Dealer in the South Wales uh, Reptile um, South uh, Wales Reptile Rescue and Simon as well thanks ever so much for joining us mate cheers thank you fabulous to meet you Simon and always great to catch up Alfie and um, uh, yeah I feel next time I see you I'll, I'll do more good man <laughs> his white snake had to be done here I go again playing right here on Breakfast I don't know where I'm going but I sure know where I've been
promises and songs of yesterday And I've made up my mind I ain't wasting no more time Here I go
right, Snake, here I go again. And uh, that was uh, playing for Alfie inside. Thanks to the guys for joining us here this morning. A part of Pet Week, fascinating finding out more about the uh, wonderful uh, snakes and spiders and reptiles that grace our planet. Uh, very interesting indeed. And uh, one thing I didn't actually mention was if you've got a phobia of snakes or spiders, then please do get in touch with the guys as well uh, because they'll happily do handling sessions with you and talk you more about it, which uh, could be very handy and hopefully get you over your phobia. Maybe you could do it for charity or something like uh, that. So, uh, yeah, thanks to the guys for popping in once again. Oh, Pet Week, it's been an education. That's what it's been and fascinating as well. Well, that's all from me, Tobes, here on Breakfast. I'm back tomorrow morning, bright and early from 6 o'clock. The lovely Stephanie Jane's up next on Daytime. <laughs> Folly Farm, sponsors of The Breakfast Show on Pure West Radio. Here at the Bagelli Arms, we give you that home-from-home home feeling. We'll give you a warm welcome from the moment you walk through the door. We have an area for every mood. Our sports bar, the Crossroads Restaurant, with our spacious conservatory and our relaxing lounge bar. You'll be spoiled for choice with locally sourced fresh food of the highest quality, lovingly prepared by our team of chefs. There are daily offers on a large range of dishes to suit everyone's taste and budget. To find out more information and details of our theme nights, please visit our Facebook page, The Bagelli Arms, for that home-from-home feeling. <laughs> Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, Coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Lunch Guide on Pure West Radio. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website, www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo. Barn. Fairground. Play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Matthew Spill. 
Regulators say people who use drones will get fines of up to £1,000 if they fly their device without passing a theory test or registering as an operator. From November the 30th, children and adults wanting to fly the gadgets will have to take the test to show they can do it safely and legally. People who register will be given a unique ID which must be displayed on their devices. The process will cost £9 and must be renewed each year. Dr Rob Hunter is head of flight safety at Airline Pilots. He says encouraging responsible drone use is desperately needed. Up to four people have been charged following an assault that took place in Haverford West back in the summer. Police officers were called to West Court in Haverford West on July the 3rd. 